another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Now, we're going to get into the second part of the interview with the wonderfully talented Trey Pound. Right, like if somebody, you know, you'll never see Jay-Z disrespecting um um Big Daddy Kane or Rock right. him at you know, because those are the people that paved the way for him. Even exactly. though he's much larger and his impact was totally different. He'll always pay homage to them and that you know, that just goes without saying. That's called having respect. You get that right. you get that growing up in the house, you know, when your mom's a strict and things like that. You know, a lot of times now it's it's different now. Yeah. So okay, I I I was I was going through some of your stuff on your Instagram. Uh-huh. And and for those of you that know, I am not an Instagram stalker, but every once in a while I will look at people's Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, and I did see some of your stuff where you were just like freestyling. Like what 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 brought that on? Was that was this like I want to go for what, it? What what was that? I th- I think it was I think it was, I did one a long time ago and Mm -hmm. I think it was New Year's 2017. I think it was, I found the beat online and I was just, I was feeling it and I started writing to it and I told my brother just record me. And when he recorded me, when, when he recorded me, it just became a thing after that. Like I just started doing them. I don't know. I, sometimes I would do one once a week. Sometimes I would do them back to back. Sometimes I would wait two or three days and do them. I, you know, it just became one of those things where I'm like, you know, this is another way for me to, you know, reach out musically. You understand? Right. So that's basically what that was. And I just kept going. I slowed down lately because I've been working on this mixtape. I'm working on a new mixtape as we speak. Uh-oh. And, um, and that's that's another thing. I I stay trying to keep myself busy musically. So, I'm well, I mean, on the thing the the thing about it is everyone has to put in work, and and that's right. that's that's one of the, that's one of the things that I think another thing I think that this generation is lacking is that if you ever ask Buster Rhymes is behind the scenes he's in front of the camera it's not just what you see on camera or hear from the studio there's all that stuff that goes on behind the scenes right 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 yeah you have to you have to i mean like see me like it's it's just me my brother and maybe two or three other people that really like you know focus on what what i'm what we're doing it's mainly me and my brother, really. And what we try to see, the thing is, that's the thing with me and my, and my brother, Nick. Like, we, when it comes to music, we always thinking outside the box. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Always trying to do things that nobody else is doing or nobody even thought about doing. You know, right. so you can stand out. And I think that's what it's about. And you got to, history is important. You know, unfortunately, like for this era, you know, with the internet and everything, the internet makes things a lot easier for right. people to have access to certain things. But if they're not accessing it, 
you know, it's easy for them to sit there and say that it never happened or, you know, they say things like, you know, this person shouldn't be singing because they see him in movies all the time, but they started out singing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it becomes like, you know, it just becomes like a, a thing where you got to be more educated about the history of what they getting into. But a lot of times they not. They not. Okay. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting, you know, what? I'm, I'm getting <laughs> a little bit more than I, than I thought I would, you know. <laughs> oh, nah, you good. You good. You good. We just talking to people that know each other forever. I mean, you know me since I was a kid, like a kid kid like oh, running okay. around see, big head now you're dating me now you're dating me i keep telling i have to keep telling my guests if you know me you can't start giving up clues about the age now nah, i ain't giving <laughs> up the age i'm just saying we could be the same age you just never know like i'm just saying but you know me for a very long time you know the whole family so this ain't this is cool this is nothing this is fun so Okay. Um, I mean, like, what's next? You say you got a, you've got a mixtape coming up. You've got, like, what, gotta, what, what um, is in the plans? What would you like to do? Um, really, like, I would like, I really would like people to just go listen to download and listen, um, listen to Mood Swings. As many people as possible, you know, listen to it and just follow me on whatever it is that I'm doing. Cause, a lot of times, if I say I want to do something, you know, later on, I get disappointed if I don't reach my goal or something. So a lot of times right now, I'm just working on this new mixtape. I'm trying okay. to get I'm trying to get features from from certain people. I'm waiting on certain people, but um, I'm going to shoot another video off of um, Mood Swings. And with mass incarceration, we trying to put the video on World Star because it's something that I feel like everybody should see. I think it's okay. one of those videos that should be out there. Right. You know, it is. People, it is. I um, think it's for- something that people should definitely take into consideration and listening to and understand the message that comes with it. Yes, because mass, mass incarceration is really a track with a message is it's just not something for you to just say, okay, I'm going to nod my head or I'm going to bump my head to this. This is really something that touches on a lot of what we go through in our community. Right. We, we, we make up the jail population. We the ones doing everything. Some people say, well, you know, it's black on black crime, but, what happens when you place an animal in an environment with no opportunity to escape? They're going to do whatever they can to get out that cage. So exactly. sometimes, so sometimes it's just, it's just pure racism, white supremacy, the things that I talk about, the things that I, you know, try to spread and tell people, you know, I'm not just preaching. I'm not trying to force what I believe on anybody. You can believe exactly. it or not, you know, but it's here and it's happening right now and it's happening right in front of people's faces. You know, I'm, I'll be telling, I'll be saying things on Facebook, like, you know, uh, people were really mad. People really going to be mad if, if, if Donald Trump win and then people are like, well, you know, he ain't going to win this time. I was like, y'all said that the first time you just never know. 
Right. They're doing a lot of things with the states that people are not paying attention to. They're breaking up all the counties into red states, red counties. So it's going to be, it's going to, it's something, you know, those are the things I pay attention to. And, and I think that's really what it is, is, um, the, the, the paying attention. Because sometimes when we don't, things get forced, laws get put through. And in the middle of all of it, everyone gets affected. And right. that's what the problem is. And sometimes like, uh, that's what it is. It takes speaking out on it, whether it's I, activism through music or whatever. It takes speaking on it. Right. Like the R. Kelly thing. How you feel about the whole R. Kelly situation? Oh, how did I know you were going to bring up that one? Lord <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> I don't know if people are gonna like what I got to say, but I'm okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. This is what I'm gonna say. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna say this. We saw the tape. I I know I saw the tape right years ago. Right. And we seen kingpins. We seen kingpins get go to court to trial, and then they get off. Does it make them? Right. Does it make them not a kingpin? So we knew what the deal was with R. Kelly. Here's the problem I got. Anything that happens after the tape and the not guilty verdict and everything, I guess you could say it's all a part of the game, but those parents letting them kids, letting their children go. I mean, when you was younger as a child, you some parents wouldn't even let you go past the gate, let alone to the store or something like that. Exactly. But these parents actually let their child go be with a man who they knew or possibly had a possibility like everybody knew because you've seen the tape. So it's like, right. and then, and then now nothing comes from it. Now y'all want y'all daughter back. Now he kidnaps y'all daughter. Now it's this, now it's that. And the whole, as far as like nobody caring about, you know, because they black women, that's why they got off and things like that. Well, well, you know, it's like, I don't understand. I don't want to sound crazy towards my black sister, but you got to understand, sister, you in the same boat as me. Right. I mean, you can have a better job than me. That's because they want you to. It's called divide and conquer. You can have anything better than me. It doesn't Be mean that we're not on this. We not. It doesn't mean that we're not on the same boat. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? I just think Lifetime used the women to exploit R. Kelly to make the black man look like a monster. You know, I'm not no. By no, listen, I'm not saying R. Kelly is, that R. Kelly is a pedophile. You understand? He is a monster. He is a pedophile. But we knew that 25 years ago and motherfuckers is still stepping in the name of love. So, I mean, you know, I mean, and, there's, and the there's thing. guys like, there's guys like Woody Allen. Yeah. Who is despicable, nastiest of the worst people of where's his lifetime? you know, story at. You understand right. what I'm saying? So you, we know, we, 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 the people know what exactly what it is. And I think that's what really caused the conflict, you know, when people talk about the parents and things like that and they dissect certain things about it. You know, I think it overall is just to make the black man look like a monster, you know, like, oh, the black man's a monster, raw, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the, the, the best, the best way to feed into a stereotype is the, is to put the 
put it out there. Exactly. And everybody's watching, everybody's watching reality TV thinking it's reality. So they're feeding into it and they're grabbing it and they yes. thinking this, these people's real lives, you know, so. And, and, and that, that is the thing is, is one, the, the I feel same sorry monster women, gets though. everybody. I do feel sorry for those women. Ultimately, I do. You know, I do. The master manipulator to the children, he can use his superstar to, you know, right. to get them to do whatever they want. You know, I, I, you know, I do feel sorry for the parents and everybody, but you gotta be a little bit more smarter than that as a parent. You gotta be aware of what's going on and understand what's happening, you know. And, we and, talking and about, but that's, but that's the thing, like you said, post tape, pre tape, I mean, it was one of those things of, okay, we didn't know, we couldn't say, but once everyone saw the tape, and like someone said, it was on VHS. They were selling copies of this tape. Yep, so it, it was... It, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I couldn't believe it. He had, but, his, hat, he had his half of his hair braided. I'm, that's him. I was like, wow, I can't... What? This is, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, you know... Pre-tape, you can say, okay, we didn't know. But right. post-tape, post-trial, after all of this, and you're still saying, well, R. Kelly can make my child a star. That's my problem. You, when you, know, saying, you know what's... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. When you're go ahead, saying post-Aaliyah, and I'm sorry, 93, 94, 95, we all knew what, how old Aaliyah was. So regardless of what fraudulent papers were out there, regardless of any of this, we knew what it was from the door. Right, right. Because another thing, too, is no disrespect. A lot of black women can relate to that because a lot of black women themselves has been raped by their own family members or cousins or or things like that. And yeah. what black, what, what we need to understand is that all of this stuff was introduced to us through slavery. We wasn't raping people and doing anything like that. We wasn't doing any of that stuff. So when, when they do that, it, 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 it really makes me like, like upset because it's like, damn, like not too many people can actually see this. You understand what I'm saying? Because you focus on the situation at hand you're not thinking about the outside of it like yo what why is lifetime doing this now you understand and And, it's just like and that is it that is the thing in other words i was i was also having this conversation with someone else is we as a community come from a sweep it under the rug culture right we come from a culture of and like you said, and I know this may be, get a little bit graphic for some of my listeners, but I have to say it. It's the culture of where the child will come to their mother and they know the father, the brother, whatever is wrong. And they say, well, that's my brother. Now, for nothing, I'm not going to say anything or who it was, but I was actually dealing with somebody that was in a situation like that. And it was the situation was crazy because I found out I found out and when I found out it kind of like changed my perspective on how I look at her in particular. You get what I'm right. saying? Like right. you know, like because like 
like as a man, I can't see my, I can't, as a man, I can't see nobody holding me down, taking my innocence away from me. So I could imagine how it is for a woman. You get what I'm saying? And, and yeah, that, that is a thing. And, and okay. Now that you said that, now that you have said that, and, and for me, this kind of opens up a little can of worms, but dealing with women who have been in that light, who have, in other words, I know talking to women that have been assaulted and victimized and all this stuff, it's hard. How is it as a man dealing with women knowing that sometimes the you have to have a special sense of sensitivity because what she's blaming you for has nothing to do with you. It has to do with her past. I think honestly, if, if I'm with a woman like now, if I'm with a, like, let's just say if I was with a woman right now that had that problem, I would tell her to go get help. Now here's the thing when it comes to the whole help thing. Um, after my mother died, I went and got help. You know, mm-hmm. I, after I, I felt I, I felt like everybody else, like I didn't need help. I felt like I wasn't crazy, blah, blah, blah. But it actually helped me get to this point in my life. Right. So go, going to get help was probably the best thing. I was probably one of the best things I ever done in my life, period. You understand? So I would tell her to go get help. And what I would do is I would um I would comfort her through the situation. You understand? Because she's not going to get her help from me. The only thing, the only thing I could do is comfort the situation and be there for her. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes, sometimes being there for somebody can take a lot from, take a lot from you also. It could draw a wedge wedge in a relationship to where y'all break up. So that's why I say the best thing for her to do is to go talk to somebody professionally. So as she's getting better, the communication between us will be better too. Also, you understand? We won't have those breakdowns. She won't, I won't have to worry about, you know, maybe like when she first started, you still deal with it, but you know, after a while, naturally she's going to start feeling like herself again because she's starting to get all that stuff off her chest. Exactly. Exactly. So as a man, sometimes you got to step back and just let the woman, you know, get her mind right, too, and support her. And and, and that's another thing is that we don't want – there's a stigma on professional help, and and I get it. I get it. We go through the most – we go through the most. That's the thing that's the craziest. We don't want no help because nobody's crazy, right? Okay, cool, but we go through the – we go through the most. More than anybody, single mothers with kids, two and three baby fathers, nobody there for them, nobody holding you down. You gotta, you gotta take the kids to school. You gotta, you know, you gotta pick them up from school. You gotta go to work. You gotta feed them. You gotta play with them. You gotta help them with their homework. You get what I'm saying? That shit is not easy. And you telling me you can't take an hour or two out your day to go talk about how angry you are? (laughs) Like, that's gonna help you in the future? Like, some women go through worse. Things that more like they go through worse things than that. It's it's just crazy. Like I I had 
you know, I hear that a lot. And it's like, man, honestly, I think that kind of like really helped me. Really, really helped. It does. It honestly does because one, it's an outlet to talk. Mm-hmm. Two, in other words, you have someone that is definitely an outside party listening to what you're saying. I mean, right. yeah, we talk to friends and it's like, okay, well, I'm your friend. Sometimes, and as objective yep. as we try to be, we will sit up there and go, yeah, 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 you, 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 no, you're right. You should do that. And it's like, right. You shouldn't right, have told right. that person to do that. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, you wrong for doing that. You should not have told that person to do that. So it, it's just a matter of really, like you said, getting the professional help and really saying, okay, this is, this is me. This is me in a nutshell. And, and that's what it is. So yeah, you got to accept it too. The hardest thing is, you know, the hardest thing for anybody yes. is looking in the mirror and saying, you know, I got a problem. You know, right. I had to look in the mirror and say, damn, like, I'm pushing all of the people away from me that I love because I'm going through what I'm going through. And right. they're trying to, and they trying to be there for me. And I'm just so angry. And I'm, I'm angry. Like, just, I'm just, I was so mad, <laughs> you know, like, right. and it just all, I, I just took it out on the people that was close to me. You understand what I'm saying? So. Yeah. You you don't go to therapy for those for those people though. You go for yourself. yourself. Say like you know, I got a problem. I got a you know, I got an attitude problem. I got an adjustment. I gotta make sure I'm getting my mind right because people depend on me. So and, and that's really what it is. Is you know, you you hit it all on the head right now. It it's just a matter of really being, you know. Being vigilant and saying, you know what, above all else, I have to survive. I I have to. So even if it's just so that you can be there for other people, I have to be able to survive. Right. And and that's the thing, you know. But like people depend on me. So like, you know, my sisters and I got family. So it's like I want to make sure that, you know, I'm all level headed all the way around. You know, you just never know when somebody's going to need you. True, true. I told you guys that we would get into more than just this album. And stay tuned and you'll get to the last part of this amazing interview with Trey Pound. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And happy shopping.